Welcome to the podcast. The uh, theme of today's episode is the Linus Law. Given enough eyeballs, all bugs are shallow, which is this idea that if you have a large enough beta tester and co-developer base on a software project, almost every problem will be characterized quickly and the fix will be obvious to someone. And in fact, there have been some studies done to show that open source software development for certain kinds of projects can produce results much quicker than traditional hierarchical project, closed project oriented software development. There's several important connections here with the open source community. One is that quote, which I think reveals the importance of the long tail. We'll talk about that in a moment. But the other is the fact that there is there are deep roots between the open source software community and social media platforms. Much of the technology on which you experience social media in your day-to-day -day life is built on open source software, the so-called LAMP stack, the Linux operating system, the Apache web server, MySQL database software, and PHP programming language. These are all operating under the hood on the web to make these social, platform, social media platforms work. And even the Firefox web browser on which you may be viewing a lot of social media itself is an open source platform. So out of the open source community has come a process and an ethic and a philosophy that has been applied to and is a, is a, a widespread undercurrent in the social media literature and indeed provides a kind of philosophical touchstone for the uh, social media um, ethos that we sort of see out there today on the likes of Twitter and other platforms. Uh, related to that though is this idea that one of the strengths of the open source software process has been its ability to capture the diversity of expertise and problem-solving ability way out on the long tail. And this is the essence of Shirky's claim or Shirky's statement of the failure for free phenomena that emerges with social media platforms. Let me read a quote from Shirky on this. This is from, um, from his book, uh, page 245. He says, open source is not a profound threat to traditional software development methods, not because uh, uh, excuse me, open source is a profound threat, not because open source ecosystem is out succeeding commercial efforts, but because it is out failing them. Because the open source ecosystem and by extension open social systems generally rely on peer production, the work on those systems can be considerably more experimental at considerably less cost than any firm can afford. Why? The most important reasons are that the open systems lower the cost of failure. They do not create biases in favor of predictable but substandard outcomes, and they make it simple to integrate the contributions of people who contribute only a single idea. Linus's law, in other words, is as much about failure as it is about success, and it helps to further convey the significance of Brune's concepts of whole opticism and equipotentiality. Shirky's chapter, Failure for Free, describes how the cost of transactions has fallen so low as to make it now practical to invite all comers to work on a problem or contribute an idea. This is the equipotentiality concept. As we learned with regard to folksonomy, 
the ability to see, act on, and react to or ignore others' efforts, holopticism, is a key factor in helping to encourage and coordinate individual actions. Okay. So here we have a case where open source really is uh, the basis on which the long tail principle operates. Okay. Inviting people into the project, not necessarily because they're going to, any single individual is going to be a hit maker, but because out of a large number of individuals, there will be one hit wonders that emerge. And the cost of bringing them into the process is such that it is now feasible to do so. Shirky says that these new social tools flip the power law on its head. What does that mean? Whereas um, this idea of, of selling product out on the long tail, which is Anderson's idea in the context of Amazon, Shirky's variation on the long tail argument is about soliciting input on a project. When transactions, when transaction call costs fall, as they have done, according to Shirky anyway, the relative risk entailed in entertaining ideas opens up beyond the narrow 20% regulars or the hit makers to include the other 80% that might be one hit wonders or otherwise lurkers with something to say every now and then. The cost of hosting the ideas is low combined with the low cost means for searching and sifting through them. These two factors make it feasible to reach right across the long tail. Moreover, the diversity represented in that tail is a rich source of unforeseen opportunities and innovative ideas that might otherwise be overlooked. When combined with Weber's concept of an anti-rival good, we get a compelling explanation for how it is that voluntary community of practice can apparently self-organize without the need to resort to overtly altruistic explanations. Okay, this isn't to say that a strong leader isn't necessary in these projects. Again, we see that there are certain individuals who will take a leadership role. But by opening it up to all comers, we increase the diversity and open up this probabilistic effect that producage can harness to uh, increase the potential at coming up with new and innovative ideas for any set of problems. Mm -hmm.